My name is Chris Nizak, and I am playing Jameson Cree, the Prismatic Mage, and I am from Misdirected Mark Productions. I'm Brett B. from uh, Gaming and BS. I am playing big, brawny, very loyal family member Corby, the male fighter. I'm Tom from Knights of the Night. I'm playing Kelsey Fenn, the older sister to Corby. Hi, this is Kevin Lovecraft. Someone once was nice enough to say that I'm the glue between gaming and BS and misdirected Mark. I am playing Ashani Fenn. I'm Emily from She's a Super Geek, and I am your game master for this venture through the world of Avanti. From the Wednesday evening podcast all-stars, Avanti, Glitter, and Blood. So we're, we're coming to the end of the story now. Thank ye for ye's patience and understanding. For an old sailor's remembering. Having all of you listening so rapidly over this time has lifted me spirits in troubling days. I know we all like stories where good vanquishes evil and with a huge epic battle at the end. But not every story about evil being disrupted is quite that tidy. There's still much work to do dismantling the systems of oppression put into place by our forebearers. And we all have a place in that work. For most of us, it won't be in a glorious spotlight or glamorous way. Yet, fight on we must, because hope of creating a better world presses us on. And once... The dust of the combat settles. We see new ways for that hope to take shape. So lift your glasses. For these heroes of good. Kelsey, Corby, Jameson, and Ashani Fenn. May Mayhem's blessings be upon us all. Actually, I'm thinking of opening the door, letting Mageburn come through, so I can hack her down. Oh, you should totally do that. All right, I, I'm going to yank the door open, and you know, Steppy. I want whoever's leaning on the other side, just open it up, and uh, who I, I want a shot at her. I also fire a, a Mel's acid arrow when he opens the door. Well, she has prepared a, a spell for when the door opened, so she's going to send out a thunder wave, which is a 15 foot cube, but only Corby is in that cube. Six damage, so that's half damage, but you're not pushed, which is what she wanted to, which is what she wanted to do. You can feel that pushing against you. If she attacks my brother, I pop up and she catches a crossbow. Corby. Uh, that's 120 and a natural 20. That both will hit. Regular 20 is a 10, and then the other one will be 22. So that's 32 points of damage. Wow. So she gets hit... She's prepared for something magical, and if she gets hit with this physical sword twice, she looks hurt pretty bad. So this is how much damage it initially does, which is nine points of acid damage to Mageburn. Next round, it'll do eight more points of damage. Kelsey, sticker. So she takes acid damage, and it looks like about half of her face, like the the top layer of skin gets peeled off, so there's very tender, fresh, light pink skin underneath. And then Kelsey. 
<laughs> 20 damage. <laughs> that makes me... She's not quite down and out. I turn towards Triss and say, See, if there's a bad person, I'm all right with killing them. It's just you guys that do it for money, that's the problem. And Triss will cock her head to the side and be like, Okay, kill Mage Burn and we're fine. Ask for a bonus. Is she not dead yet? Mage Burn is not dead yet. And Mage Burn is pissed. Corby, you got up in range of her. Thank you so much. She's going to end up somehow getting her hand on some of your skin. You can try. Got me. All right, you're going to take 10 necrotic damage. She probably gets her hand on a part of your arm, and you feel life force draining from you, and you see her, the skin on her face, uh, heal back up to its normal color. That's why I got to hit her again. So I hit her twice. 18 points of damage. Stay down! So you slash her real good, and she's going to hiss back at you. Me and Kator will end you. You are lippy, 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 lippy. Jameson. Acid again. It was another eight points. She dead yet? Do something else. Do something else. I'm working on it. Jameson, you're smart enough to realize that if Kelsey doesn't directly kill her, the deal may not stand. I will misty step in front of Mageburn, and I will color spray the shit out of her, because why not? Oh. 29 points of damage. Is she blinded? <laughs> She's blinded, yes. That was a bonus action to Misty Step and an action to do that. And then I'm like, I'm going to walk away now because she can't see me. I'm going to go stand behind this door. And Kelsey. 20 damage. Are you aiming to kill? Yeah, I am. This woman controlled my brother. That doesn't sit well with me. I lift my crossbow up. I look toward Jameson and nod. And I stare directly at Triss as I pull the trigger and put the arrow right between her eyes keeping Triss's eyes locked with mine and we're done now right funk Triss will cross her arms and and think for a minute and she she looks behind her and mage bird at this point has been standing upright at least and so we don't see where it's hit yet because Triss is in the way of the camera and then Triss kind of moves to look behind her and the arrow's sticking out of Mage Burn's uh, head as she just falls backward. Are those archers still there that followed her? Yes. I'm going to look at them. I'm holding my bloody dripping sword and just kind of flick the blade like, go away. Uh, and they will run away. Smart little bunnies. Ishani, what do you want to do? We need to tie up and secure Kator here. And then I think we need to call a family meeting and figure out where family fen is going tris i don't know that uh you have any place in this family anymore yeah well helena <laughs> i'll i'll give her i'm totally cool with giving her a second chance as long as well she needs to figure out where her loyalties lay i've always thought of this family as a business i mean yes we take care of each other we care for each other maybe we need to have I don't know, like a board of directors and a president instead of just family heads and have stock or whatever. So people have voting privileges to a certain extent, depending on their holdings or contributions to the family. I think it's time to rethink the way this all works and make it clear that slaving is not going to be part of the revenue chain. I pull uh, Corby aside and say, listen, we have to stay around here long enough 
to assist Ashani in any way that she needs us to set things up correct. But I don't know about you, but I'm pretty much done with this crap. We can leave now. They can take care of this. I, I suck at this. I'm no use. Yeah, here. but we don't know how far spread the poison is. And if nothing else, we have to keep Ashani safe long enough to get the family in order. Well, they're going to make a deal in... I don't know. We're going to have to contact... Uh, what's his name? Two Fingers? I don't even remember what the hell he is. And let him know that he needs to stop this crap with the Storm Queen, that we've got everything under control. But I really think we need to stay around to help Ashani get this all straightened out. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, what is she going to do without us? If we don't watch her back, she gets into so much trouble. All right. What is the plan, then? What are we going to do? I have a long-term plan that I'd like to try to implement with the family, but there's elders and stuff. I mean, it's like a complete change from the way things have been done. But I don't know which people in our group even care, you know, to continue to be involved in any tight manner with the family. All right, but Kate, Kate, Kate Tor, we assume, killed Grandmere. Oh, yeah, I'll do Zone of Truth. In order to prove that, you either have the Zone of Truth or potentially to speak with the dead. I don't know how that goes over well with the family, you bringing Grandmere back. But also, if you're her favorite, having her tell the clan that she backs you might make this all a, a done deal. Yeah, there's also the chance that she was in on it and just Kator decided to take her out and take it all. Although I guess Kator was supposedly intercepting communications, right? Makes sense to me. That's the way I read it, yeah. Well, from where Corby's at, if Kelsey wants me to stick around for a while, I will for a bit. But I... Corby has no interest in doing this for long term at all. No interest in politics. You don't want to be CEO of Family Fan? I, just put on this collar of servitude, Corby. I could be a great person to uh, work between the Aerosmith and the and the Fen family. So Corby and I intend to leave. All we need to do is get to the point where we can do that, and that is getting you guys set up in charge of the family. Or get the family stable in some sense. So how you guys want to do that. I suggested talk to Grandmere with the uh, talk to the dead. But that's kind of taking a gamble that she wasn't corrupt as well. Let's do the speak with dead thing then. Let's do that first. Then it'll give us some answers. Oh, me do it. Okay. I mean, you are the cleric. Ask up to five questions. Yeah, it's not independent thought. It can speak to what it... felt or experienced but it can't make new thoughts or opinions so i would like some input from everyone who's been instrumental on trying to rectify this whole situation i mean one question i'd like to ask but it's kind of selfish is did you know about the slaving i don't know that's selfish yeah you should totally ask that all right let's animate her and start asking questions that's more fun then we'll figure them out as we go we should probably have a few more witnesses from the family here. Yeah, we tie up Kador and, and Gagger. In through the door is going to come Pyongho, Kelsey and Corby's mom. One of their moms, I should say. And she's just going to take, she's going to gingerly step over Mageburn's body and look around and go, What just happened? Um, hi, mom. We go grab some other people that are important. You would probably grab Amose. Perfect. 
and the two daughters of Grand Mir who are left, Aglaia and Kelsai Gemma, are both there. Uh, Zalmud will probably show up, who is Corby and Kelsey's other mother. No, I just wanted to make sure that it was like from the various daughters so that it's not like clearly that someone can't go, oh, you're trying to only use your family to do that. Uh, and Helena's there, obviously, if you want her to be. I mean, part of it, too, is need to figure out if she wants to be part of the family. Uh, Ashrani, both of your parents can be there if you'd like as well. The first question I have for Grandmere is, um, were you aware of the uh, slaving activities that were being carried out underneath Kator? Members of the family have come in there. They're standing around. A couple might be sitting on the front pew. Grandmere's casket is open. Kator is bloody and tied up somewhere in the background. And Ashani sort of chants over her and then asks the question. And Grandmere's eyes open, but they are just pure white. There's no iris. There's no anything. What slavery, dear? That makes me feel a bit better. I'm interpreting that as, nope, no clue. Who would you have chosen to secede you as matriarch of the family? Grandmere's corpse smiles, and she will say, I thought Pyongho would do a wonderful job. And everybody turns to look at Pyongho, who like blushes furiously in confusion. Amoze would do well, too. And y'all know that Amoze and Pyongho are, are siblings, so they could sort of like kind of co-matriarch. Thank you, Grandmere. Do you know who killed you? The tea tasted funny. This is why I don't drink tea, Kelsey. I know. Beer, right? And coffee. No one ever died drinking coffee. It's always a fucking tea. Pyongho is going to lightly hit you in the arm, Corby, like just with the back of her hands, like just the mom be quiet move. If it weren't for me, you wouldn't be in charge, mom. Be respectful of Grandmere. She doesn't care. Corby, shh. You can gather from her answer because she, she can't answer questions she doesn't know the answer to. So if she was murdered, she's not aware of it, basically. Glancing around the crowd, is it obvious that everybody understands this now? There are a couple people who maybe look very surprised that you're asking her those questions. Uh-huh. There are some people who are surprised who probably have never, who probably didn't know. And then there are a couple who are surprised who probably did know and are surprised gotcha. that you know. I'm making mental notes of all faces of people I think need punching in. Grammar, before you passed, what were your hopes and plans for the future of Family Fen. Our family should do more altruistic things and build more temples, forgive more debts, and love each other. The corpse's face relaxes back into neutral and completely stops moving. Yeah, that's pretty much what I expected. Well, I was- I was thinking about for Kator, a little zone of truth action. Honestly, though, I mean, if we're going to put her on trial, she goes on trial. Then whatever the 
family's justice system is kicks in, and then we good point. Just freaking run with it. Uh, hey, hey Siri. This is Tarvac. It's uh, Sparkles. You know, right? The gaudy one. I'm just trying to think of how many fucking stones does this guy have out there? Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Which stone is this? How many do you have? I shrug my shoulders. I'm like, I guess. And so I'm like, yes, the gaudy one. Also the well-dressed one. Also the fabulous one. All right, what you got, kid? Look, we took out Kator. Gramir's dead. Please don't wreck the island. We've, we've handled the situation. There will be no more You've slaving. taken out Kator? Yeah, why? Well, she's the one who knows everything. If you just straight up killed her, it's going to take us years to dismantle everything. Ah, we didn't kill her. We knocked her unconscious, and we're going to put her on trial. Well, that's not what we were going to do. What were you going to do? We were going to get all the information from her about where all of the slave camps were and and where all of she was storing all of the all of the products and everything, and then we were going to kill her. See, torture sometimes is a good idea. Kelsey. I mean, torture was on the table. We, we were, we're willing to torture. I would like to see torture off the table, please. I mean, we could just use a zone of truth. Uh, fine. All I'm saying is don't wreck the island. We, we got this handled. Yes, how about you join the Council of Five Families for this trial? You let the Storm Queen represent at the Council of Five Families? Yeah, I think it's a great yeah. idea. Oh, the merfolk haven't done that in I don't know how long. I think that's a great idea, Jameson. I guess the gaudy one has the brains, too. Eh. Why, thank you for recognizing. Right, uh, well, I'll notify her immediately. Can you assure a safe escort on land for her? I need to be healed up, but I could do that. Yeah, yep. I'll take responsibility as well. Yeah, we can do that. All right, we'll be in touch. We turn back to the family. Good enough. Do you have any more stupid problems you want us to solve? Because apparently all y'all are incapable. Yeah, absolutely. And if we need them solved, we can totally melt your faces, have you cut in twain, have you flamed by sacred fire, or have you stabbed terribly with crossbow bolts. Jameson, you do not threaten your family members like that, says your mother. Ashani, you want to take over here? I don't think they're so good at diplomacy. Totally diplomating. Diplomating. Sorry, I'll just go stand. In, I'll just go sit in the corner with my sparkles. I apologize. Sorry, mom. The next day, the entire island gathered to mourn Themba Merit Fen. Everyone, from the youngest child to the eldest elder, dressed in blacks and grays, made their way to the Temple of Mayim in the middle of Fen City. Clergy from every religion and representatives from ruling families across the world sat in the front rows. The air was eerily still, like the sea winds refused to blow. Almost like Maim herself held her breath to hear what Ashani Fen was going to say in the eulogy. News about the slaven, about the lion, about Kator and her deeds had spread faster than a penguin sliding down a hunting shaft to dive into the sea for fish. 
the grim-faced Ashani, climbed the stairs of the speaking platform, looked seriously at Kelsey, Gorby, and Jameson, and began. Family and friends, we are gathered here today in remembrance and celebration of the life of Grandmere Fenn. Throughout the history of Family Fenn, there have been a handful of women who have defined our family, both for good and ill. Grandmere was one of those women. In her many years as matriarch of Family Fenn, our clan and island have prospered. This was due to her wisdom, ruthlessness, and a drive to strengthen our family. She gave freely of herself in guiding us, perhaps too freely at times, but no one is without flaws. She could be quite frightening in her anger and then quite wonderful in her forgiveness. And I hope that what we can do at this time is to find a way to forgive others within the family and mend these rifts. I can remember when Corby once stole a pie from the kitchen. She was so mad when she found out what he had done. She thought it was dishonorable. And what'd she have Corby do? She had him split wood for a week for the fireplace in that kitchen. Sure, don't need wood for that fireplace in the kitchen, but that's what she had him do. Now Corby buys his pies like everyone else. So I ask everyone here to think back on those good memories and to look into themselves and think how they can help our family be stronger and to cherish those memories of Grandmere and do her and our family honor as we move forward under new leadership. I ask you all now to take a moment and reflect upon this in silent prayer to whichever gods you worship. And may Mayhem's blessings be upon us all. Avanti Glitter and Blood is played using Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition from Wizards of the Coast. Our theme music is Ghost Dance by Kevin McLeod. Hear more at incompetech.com. Be sure to check out our other awesome podcasts. She's a Super Geek, Knights of the Night, Misdirected Mark, and Gaming and BS.